Welcome to Multimedia Failure. Every other week, we watch a movie based on a video game and then rank them against each other arbitrarily. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and joining me are the two people I'd want most in this or any world to get my six when we're flying around in robots with dicks. No, that's a hit hill. John Lucero, that means a lot. <laughs> Guys, I've said... My, my, heart, I, my heart is so full. Are we, are we already spoiling the dick robots? So that yeah, we're absolutely. Not gonna... Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yeah. Big part, maybe. Yeah, huge, huge part. Uh, And apparently the more powerful they are, the huger they are. This is just, uh, yeah, jeez. Anyway, uh, this week we are watching Zone of the Enders 2167 Idolo. Uh, This came out March 1st, 2001. The animation studio behind this one was Sunrise, who handles most of the Gundam anime. Uh, They also did Gasaraki, which is similar to this, that it involves humans sinking to the robots and is also boring as hell. Uh, Showing my hand a little bit here. (laughs) Uh, anyway, yeah, showing my hand here a little bit. I was not a fan of Gasaraki, and I'm going to throw this right in the uh, trash pile with uh, Gasaraki. But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and move on with our usual thing here. Uh, guys, familiarity with Zone of the Enders. Uh, Vanessa, we'll start with you. So familiar now. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, no, you're not. Yeah, this, is a, this is a prequel. This isn't even like what the games are about. Oh, man. Yeah. Then not at all. <laughs> You've sold a few copies, I'm sure, when we worked at GameStop together, but uh, beyond that, uh, probably no. Yeah, that first one sold a lot because it had a Metal, Metal MGS2 demo with yep. it, right? <laughs> yep. That is, has it. that is exactly yeah. why I bought it. So. <laughs> and uh, I played both of them in the HD collection. I didn't play it when they first came out. Um, they're good. They're very PS2. They're definitely of the of their era, like uh, 01 and 03. The second one has, has a really cool cell shaded look to it, and uh, the main character's name is Dingo Egret, which is fun. That's uh, a good name. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good neck pilot name. Uh, yeah, this was like a prequel. I didn't know that going in, and I had I was like, I don't recognize any of these characters. Mostly, I just didn't reckon there was no one named Dingo Egret, and I was like, damn it, because that was like the best, my favorite part of Zone of the Enders is that guy's name. Uh, yeah, reading uh, reading some of the uh, stuff I was coming up for the trivia uh, thing. Uh, if you don't back us on Patreon, there's a trivia thing we do at the end of each episode now. So you got to back us on Patreon for that, baby. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, looking up some of that, I was like, the, the names in this series, like, oh, my God, what in the holy hell are we doing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, Radium Levons is the yeah. main character this yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, to uh, quote one uh, Bill Mudrin, uh, oofa doofa, oh jeez. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is. Anyway, um, as far as myself, yeah, I had the same experience with uh, Zone of the Enders where I just bought it for the uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 demo. Uh, I played Zone of the Enders uh, once through and was like, wow, this is. Um, this is something I don't ever need to play again. I picked up the PS4 thing. Uh, that came out and haven't touched it yet because it was on sale for like five bucks digitally somewhere. I forget where the hell. And I was like, yeah, sure, five bucks. And after uh, watching this, I sort of regret throwing uh, Konami five bucks for this pile of anyway. <laughs> uh, I think the second one. I think the second one's a good game for for what it is. Yeah, maybe. Awesome. I don't know. Yeah. I hope. I, one can hope. Yeah, yeah. it's I, like I said. It's definitely a, a game. It came out in two thousand three, but it's still pretty good. I think Kojima's. Um, Involvement in that was much more minimal than the first one, wasn't it? Or maybe just I don't I don't remember. Correctly. I know okay. he he had like a pretty big part in the first one, actually, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, they were gonna do like a uh, PlayStation uh, Vita port or like version 
of the HD collection. Um, there was a Game Boy Advance game that plays a lot like Super Robot Wars. Um, oh, that's like kind of interesting. Yeah, except it's probably except uh, it's Zone of the Ender, so it's probably not interesting. But <laughs> and really, uh, really showing your hand. Oh, the just ah, man, no, no, I, I am way too awake and alert to uh, be bothered to uh, play good host here today. <laughs> <on that. laughs> anyway, um, and there was supposed to be a third one, and that got scrapped, I guess, after there was a bunch of problems with the HD collection. So I, I don't really know what happened with that. And then I guess the HD collection was broken as hell. And they had a company called Hexadrive come in and fix it, except they only fixed the PS3 version of the second one. So, yeah, I don't know what happened with that. So, weird. Real weird. Yeah. I do have to say, until I noticed the uh, the mechs in this have dicks, I liked the design of uh, Jehuti, but... Yeah, Jehuti yeah, is uh, really it's a, like a really good design, except for like the literal cockpit, yeah. which I thought was... You know, it was a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Uh, they really like to take show you angles um, to really emphasize how big the cockpit is. Yeah, the cockpit. You have to yes. make sure you emphasize that. To, uh, yes. Otherwise, we're gonna have to say robots with dicks every day. The robot dick. Yeah. And, uh, what is Jehudi? That's the name of the robot in the in the games. Is yeah. Uh, okay. Basically, <laughs> basically yeah. like um, Idolo looks very similar to uh, what Jehudi is. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you get as a Jehudi themed arm in uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. That uh, I believe you because you, you uh, grab stuff from far away with like in the like you can in the games. It's like yeah. a claw. Now you're saying Jehuti. I'm saying Jehuti. I remember Jehuti. Do you? I am I misremembering that? Uh, I mean, it's I always said Jehuti because it's you know J U T Y. I don't remember how they pronounce it in the game. Okay. okay. I've always I'm, I've always heard Jehuti. Okay. I've always heard Jehuti. But I just got that from the game. So. Who are you? I am Ada. The advanced battle computer of this Jehuti. Yeah, but I mean, it's probably, it has been it's probably, a long ass time since I played the game. I yeah. It's probably pronounced like that in Japanese, but, yeah. Yeah. but I don't. Know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Who cares? It's a it's a robot with a dick. So yeah, very, yeah. A very big dick. <sighs> very very big dick. I was like, wow. I, um, I, I'm pretty sure it got bigger throughout the movie, honestly. Uh, it, well, it did because. Um, well, anyway, yeah, the, the, the synchronization <laughs> yeah. thing. So obviously, it, uh, it it got a bit more of a bonair, if you will. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and let's move on to this thing here. So this way we can get. I, I'm not trying to say I want to. I want to be done with this, but I want to be done with this one because I don't ever want to talk about Zone of the Enders again. Because dear God. Anyway, <laughs> sounds good to me. If I had any interest in the series, this uh, this thing murdered the fuck out of it. So anyway, we open with a bunch of mech suits assaulting a base on a hill, and nice to see that 150 years in the future, our weaponry has evolved so much that we've lost the ability to use artillery to take out a stationary cannon section, and instead have gone back to throwing waves of people at them. Granted, these are mech suits that, for some reason, were designed with dicks, but the idea is the same anyway. Uh, so a bunch of drones take out some more of the mechs with dicks. Uh, one of the pilot comments on how stupid the strategy is, and Lieutenant Levons, our hero, uh, tells him to just deal. Uh, yeah, the dialogue in this movie is real good. Oh, boy, yeah, the, uh, and the uh, vo- voice acting <laughs> is just really good on point, man. There's a really good line like... Uh, screaming, I can't take it like that. I don't. That was a little, that's a little sexual. Come on, man. And then, well, the robots what kind are of cockamamie strategy is this? Knuckleheads. And uh, yeah. Also, and also when he charges, he goes to, to his like inspiring war cry is "Let's make toast," which I was really. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys, let's make toast. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else caught that, but I was that one really, no, no one really stuck out to me. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I I, I think just the 
the strategy aspect of it like right away i was like oh god okay really we're doing yeah. this i think i i think i already started checking out there i was like okay anyway uh <laughs> biffs it and woman saves him their commander continues to yell at them and say they look as sharp as wooden spoons good idea yep. clog up the comms with the drill sergeant insults from 1842 yep levon's <sighs> heads up to a cliff to assault the base gets to one of the cannons and rips off the armor plate so he can use it as a shield he takes one of the big guns out and lands with airbags deployed hey turns out it was a test surprise who didn't see this coming i didn't see it coming uh. <laughs> <laughs> well i guess that's a good percentage just 33 percent of us that probably didn't see it coming then <laughs> but uh, i do that sequence was very long and without context for a while oh days. god i went for yeah it was such a long sequence <laughs> it was, it was, i have a note for everything specifically says this sequence is long without context yes and uh it's like just a little i i kind of figured it was a training thing i think they even say something that like insinuates the training even earlier on but uh yeah it was it was very very long uh-huh. and that's, that's as much attention i was paying yeah. <laughs> it may have had a little bit of an effect on my uh, view of the movie after this i was just like oh my god is this going to be droning like this the rest of the movie and the answer to that question is an unresounding yes <laughs> when did he tell someone you're giving me a rash when was when did that come up? Yeah, I, I don't remember, but I, I think it was in the yeah. sequence. I don't know. That sequence yeah. was so long, yeah. John. Yeah. I, have, I have a note here with that. I, I just wrote down choice choice lines that I really really you know picked out, and that one was one of them. You're giving oh. me a rash, oh. and then he said something, something else that was gross. It was a dumb. <laughs> it was a really dumb opening. <laughs> All the characters look the same too. I'm the, very the suits. very surprised. The if you're gonna be on my ass so much, at least pull my hair or something didn't come up. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah, it just. It's, this, Oh, anyway, yeah. uh, we move on to a view of a space station built on an asteroid, and then what looks like the space shuttle with a tumor on its ass uh, takes off from it. <laughs> I, Jesus, uh, the design in this. I'm like, okay, clearly the designer of Idolo is different than the designer of the space shuttle with a tumor on its bottom. I'm just, uh, I'm just like, God, some people, so some people are into, some people are more into ass than dick, Jason. I, I guess, <laughs> I guess. I mean, you got to put that dick somewhere. I Anyway, I nailed am, it. I am so gar- <laughs> sorry, guys. I am so I'm sorry that I did this to you guys. Never mind that I just said that punt or ju- thing resembling a joke. Anyway. Yeah, this episode's this episode's gonna be a good one. Yeah, this is, uh, this and is good, good one people come back to a lot. Uh, oh yeah, I, I, I've got a feeling people <laughs> yeah. are gonna do this and Fatal Fury. Yeah, people should probably just stop listening now. Yeah, yeah, yeah people don't know because they come out. This comes out every two weeks, but we haven't done one of these in a while. So I feel like we're, you know, we're just getting our, we're getting our, you know, sea legs back together. You know, getting our. Or, getting or back. this movie was just really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's really bad. I'm gonna go ahead and go with what Vanessa said. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, a bunch of tough guys from the UNSF uh, scoff and sneer at a group of uh, the Dick Mech pilots we just saw and find out the woman from earlier is named Viola. Uh, one of the po- pilots is in a sling, bumps into one of the tough guys, and he punches him in the eye, and it looks like he about caves his skull in. Yeah, who, he pun- who punches a guy in a sling? Yeah. <laughs> apparently apparently the uh, U- UNSF guy does. So yeah. And for no reason. This is like yeah. so this is the first part that I was confused about, right? I was like they're on the same team and it's like, oh no, they're not on the same team. Yeah, Why are they oh. based together? Yeah. Remember Vanessa? Space racism. Yep. Space <laughs> racism is real and it makes a really bad plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling Vanessa's opinion on this is going to go down the the more we talk about this because it wasn't too, well, now, too bad. Now originally. that I realize it's about space racism. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just you wait till the just wait till the quiz. <laughs> My note here is great racism. Yep. As soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, awesome. We're already okay. We're back here. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> 
Alright, uh, then they start uh, talking shit about them because they're Martians and all made of glass. Oh, good, space racism again. Uh, Levance punches him and it doesn't even phase the dude. And the commander from earlier breaks it up and more space racism, and racism ensues. Levance is balancing on a beam while drinking in Viola is trying to get him to come down. We find out Levance's first name is Radium. Yeah, I'd go by my last name too if my first name was that dumb. Uh, I will say the the idea of the people, the Martians having like like the gravity really affecting their like makeup like that is kind of interesting. I'll say that. That's, no, that's... I'm going to go ahead and say, um, oh, geez, it's, The Expanse uh, does it much better and much more interesting. That first episode, or now I'm going to say the first 10 minutes of that ep- of the first episode is 100 times more interesting than anything Zone of the Enders has ever done. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm angry. I tried. I'm angry. I am so angry we'll watch this. Anyway. Uh, let's see. His girlfriend, question mark? Uh, Dolores, who he calls Dolly, drives Dolly. up and asks him to come down. Radium oh, God, laments about Earthers being stronger than Martians because of gravity. Uh, and then he just doesn't stop talking for what feels like 20 minutes, but only is like maybe two. Yeah. Every time Dolly and Radium talk, it's very melodramatic and very long mm-hmm. and i zone out <laughs> and uh i don't remember anything they say to each other it's almost like you go to your zone zone of the enders out <laughs> oh man <laughs> hey come on that was perfect that would have been that would have been perfect in this uh in this movie it would have like fit yeah. in and nobody would have bat an eye how stupid that you're is just, you're just making more work for yourself jason i know i know <laughs> that's fine you know I, I got a feeling it's gonna be a short one anyway <laughs> let's make it short that sounds great all right all right <laughs> My notes, at least. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a good third of the way down. Anyway, uh, Radium tells Dolly he's getting transferred. She laughs, and he thinks she knows something about it, and then tickles her to confess. Kinky, or is torture in the future just really weird? Anyway. <sighs> they're, in, they're in love. They're obviously yeah. in love. Give them that. Are they? <laughs> I mean, neither of them know how to emote when they act, so... I mean, they do better than Viola does. Viola is the worst. Oh. Oh, the voice, I feel like every time she talked, I was like, did the voice actress know she was being recorded? Like, or was, was she just like doing a cold run through where they accidentally hit record and they're like, ah, we got it now, I guess. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> yeah. I uh, long for the days of some Japanese studio pulling the English speaking janitor out of the hallway and being like, hey, come in here and read some lines for us because dear God, that person is better than whatever Viola's actress was pulling was off in this shit. So so bad oh my god every <sighs> fucking line i know it just I, I think it got progressively worse as the movie went on just like the movie itself anyway uh viola has a flashback to meeting radium she was basically going to stab him and then he recruits her oh god this is so fucking yeah. bad <laughs> <sighs> they arrive to uh, vanessa i uh, this is the part where i think i would like you to ask where the fuck is charizard <laughs> <laughs> if only Charizard were here to save this movie. Oh man! Imagine if that happened in the movie. Charizard just showed up. Oh, this would probably not be like in the bottom five. I think. Anyway, like, none of this movie makes any sense. No. Like, especially like in yeah, my notes on Viola were like, oh, so she's probably evil then, because they're working with the Earthlings now. But yeah. that never came out. Like that never panned out. No. <laughs> yeah, this is like a prequel, but they really they treat it like. You should. You definitely have played the games before, and honestly, I don't even think that would help because I was so confused. I yeah yeah I didn't really that didn't help me at all either. And yeah, I, like I said, I, I played this like really. You know, what? I don't even want to talk about it. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> you, you made the right choice. Yeah. Okay. Right, moving on. They arrive to wherever they were being transferred to and find out they've been recruited to test pilot the orbital frame project group. Uh, they're called Forerunner or Frame Runners. Uh, they're the latest in orbital weaponry, known as mechs with dicks. So, 
They're shown the beta unit. MWDs. They're shown the beta unit, uh, Idolo, and the cockpit is literally its cock. Subtle. God. I know. Mike, I noticed. Is that a literal cockpit? Because I forgot about that in the games. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, I don't know if I ever caught that in the games itself because I think it just like cut so much that you never really knew exactly where the cockpit was. And they move pretty fast. That game moves pretty fast, too. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. I, I think it moves pretty fast to keep you from realizing how fucking uninteresting it is. Uh, anyway, uh, they're developing it so they can defend themselves from Earth. Uh, test run seems to go well with Radium barely able to control it. Then he figures it out and starts slumming through some obstacles, decides, fuck that noise, and just plows right through a bunch of trees instead, and then nearly gets run into a cliff. Uh, mm-hmm. He course corrects only to run into an overhang and then blacks out. I love how the robot says he blacked, like, he uses the term the robot... He blacked out instead of like he's lost con- like you know a scientific term like he's lost yeah. consciousness or blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I feel like through a lot of this, I kind of blacked out too. So if I skip anything, just feel free to go ahead and interject. <laughs> anyway, uh, Radium wants to know what Idolo is capable of because it's far more capable than their other mechs with dicks. Obviously, it's more capable because the Idolo has a bigger cockpit. I'll see it myself has, out. Thanks, guys. Bye. It, ha- anyway. it has the biggest dick in the fleet. Yep. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, good test pilot. Push the thing like nuts right out of the gate rather than at least get a feel for it. Uh, then he's asked to read a manual and commit it to memory in one day. And they're only in the blind spot of the UNSF for one hour a day. Trying to memorize something like that right after you've suffered a head trauma doesn't seem like the ideal way to learn. But what do I know? I'm still doing this podcast. So... <laughs> And this is another part where I was confused on, too, because they're like, um, now we find out the Martians want to get away from the control of Earth, and yet they're working with the Earthlings. Yeah, I was confused yet... <laughs> about that, too. But then the Earth are, the Earthlings are also, like, trying to sneak into their facility, but they're, yeah. right. I... but they're on the same team, maybe? Sometimes. Maybe it's like a treaty or something. They're supposed to be on the same team, but um, there's the space racism thing, so they want to break away. Basically, think of it as uh, maybe the um, like the black troops in, uh, or the, like the black units in uh, uh, the Civil War. Maybe something like that. Like, so that who would are the be, villains in the show? That would be more <laughs> of an interesting dynamic than this. So The, the villains are the friends we made along the way. <laughs> The villain is whoever made this podcast. Thanks, Sunrise. Thanks a lot. Uh, Anyway, uh, then we get a training montage as the uh, instrumental of Kiss Me Sunlights from the first game plays, which is that kind of like weird like techno electronica thing from like obviously the early 2000s plays, which I thought was catchy. And then I went back and listened to it uh, with the lyrics and whoa, oofa doofa, man. Uh, That was a mistake. Never turn the lyrics on. No, no, (laughs) boy, oh boy, that... Man, they yeah. you you think uh, Viola's uh, voice acting is bad? I think they pulled the same person or type of person to uh, sing that song. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, I I think I had to throw away my headphones after listening to that. I'm like, well, these headphones are never going to work properly after this. Anyway, uh, Viola is having Idolo configured to her by the techs, and Radium gets all pissy about it because it's bought into his touch. Then Idolo seems to freak out yeah. when he watches Viola piloting it. Yeah, he knows. He knows what he knows. The, you know how to how to touch Idolo. Yeah, <laughs> he knows what Idolo's cockpit likes. Anyway, yeah, uh, Viola. Very gentle. A very gentle touch. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this podcast so so much. <laughs> we don't hate the podcast, Jason. We just hate this movie. Okay, I hate this episode. How's that? I'm gonna go with. <laughs> so, and so, so do all of our listeners right now. <laughs> That's yeah, very true. They've already turned it off. Yeah, God, I hope so. I hope Cause, so. Because no one watched this movie. No, <laughs> so no. Like, no. Anyway, uh, let's see. 
Uh, turns out Viola has space radiation sickness. Uh, it happened when some attack from Earth happened, and Viola altered her paperwork to get accepted into the military. Uh, she starts crying. The military is everything to her, so the doc hands over the file, so the info stays hidden. Uh, I'm sure this won't come back into play ever. Anyway... <laughs> Turns out it doesn't, actually. I thought maybe, oh, maybe this is, like, going to be a, something resembling an interesting, like, turn, plot point, anything. No, it, it doesn't. Anyway. Uh, you have to watch the anime now, Jason. <laughs> the, the show. Nope. Where they get the full story. Nope. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, then we see some Earth guys spying on the Idolo testing. Busted. Uh, Radium steps on a snake and picks it up. Then he crushes its skull. He's clearly Good going job. nuts. Yeah. Then he yeah. sees a glimmer outside. And that means he's seen the spy, Earth spies or whatever. Uh, then the head of the project and Dolores are talking about how it's sinking with radium and how they're one and the yeah. same effectively now or something yeah. like that. They don't seem to be like, able to make their thoughts uh, coherent about it either. Yeah, I was like, oh, Ava. <laughs> Evangelion. Yeah. Okay, they yeah. watched that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Weird. Who would have thought a mech show would be inspired by that? Yeah, well, actually, um, this kind of reminds me a little bit more of, like, Camille Bidon from um, the second uh, Gundam series, uh, Zeta. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zeta, reminds yeah. me a little bit more of that, which I can sort of forgive them cribbing on since they, you know, sort of animated that one. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, man, oh, man. anyway, let's go ahead and move on. I would much rather have watched that 600 times over in its, you know, 80s as hell aesthetic than this bullshit. So... Uh, let's see. Show and tell day for Idolo as uh, the, or the Martian military brass start watching the test runs of it or whatever. Uh, Radio makes short work of all the drones. They go really subtle on how nuts he's gone, and then he unleashes some attack and wipes out dozens of drones at once. Uh, Radium senses the Earth spies and heads right for them and easily wipes them out. He finds one of them crawling and takes him back to base, where he commences to wail on him and beats the ever-loving shit out of him. Yep, yep. It's funny that he like decides to like oh instead of just beating him up in my robot suit, <laughs> yeah. take him back, get out of my robot suit, and then beat him up with my fists. Yes. Carried him all, carried him all the way back first. Like gen- like really carefully too, right? Yeah. So he doesn't crush his bones in his <laughs> robot suit. And you also have to go- think how little damage he did to him um, when he hit him in the face back at the base when we initially like saw these two. How long was he sitting there wailing on him? Those other guys were just watching, apparently, too. In the background. This was this movie sucks. This movie oh. was really bad. It was yeah. really confusing. The head scientist stops him, uh, but he seems to have enjoyed it, and then she asks him what happened, and he says he should ask Idolo. Again, just he's going completely batshit. Uh, Dolly and Radium have a heart-to-heart about his uh, inability to separate him and God. Idolo. Oh, I know. And then he gets all melodramatic, and Dolly says he's okay, and she'll never leave him, meaning she's now become the thing that will ultimately cause him to go completely unglued. Shut uh, up, you dipshits. Oh, my I, God. I know. I hate this so much. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Radium tells Viola he's quitting the army after the Idolo testing is over. He and uh, Dolly are getting married. This movie is about as good at being subtle with its foreshadowing <laughs> as it is about making compelling characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Head scientist wants him to shut down, or wants the brass to shut down the Idolo project because of the effects uh, Metatron? Which is the material this is made out of? Or powering it? Or some such fuckery? I don't know. Unobtainium. Anyway. There we go, basically. Damn, yes. Uh, yeah. Well, isn't isn't Metatron like that, re, like re, that religious game, like something something of the Metatron? Oh is it, is it? yeah, the one with yeah. um, uh, 
God, who is it? So is Metatron like a religious thing? Is this because I think I want I want to say there's like some religious stuff going on in Zone of the Enders in the games. I want to say like that was a big part of it. Are you saying know. that Kojima maybe was trying yeah. to get a little too uh, heady about something and just uh, fell on his face with it? That doesn't sound like him. <laughs> That's I maybe I must be I must be mistaken honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, clearly yeah. that is. I mean, clearly yeah. there's nothing like that he's ever done. <clears throat> Snatcher. In, uh, in anyway, <clears throat> let's see. A, oh, it's a, a ascension of the Metatron, right? That's what it's something like that. Some something. Yeah. Oh God, and it's. I am trying to. It, 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 it wasn't very good. I tried it. it. I don't remember liking it very much. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. El Shaddai. El Shaddai something. El Shaddai something. Something in the Metatron. That's what it was. No, yeah, El, El Shaddai is. Oh, that action art or action yeah. sort of art platforming yeah, RPG thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was like was the thinking. second review I wrote for the site, and I think I gave it like a two. So. Yeah, that game wasn't good. Yeah, it wasn't it was terrible, good. but it wasn't good either. So yeah. it was better yeah, than this. <laughs> it was better than this. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I was actually thinking of I think I'm thinking of like Omnicron or something like that oh the David Bowie game yeah <laughs> yeah because I think I, I think, I think yeah. Metatron's in there somewhere I thought I would just call it Omicron. I think I think there's a subtitle to it why are we talking about this oh that's right because Zone of the Enders <laughs> Idol, or Idolo is far less interesting than any conversation we could have about anything else there's a, there's a game with David Bowie in it by the way in case you weren't aware <laughs> Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought you were like uh, making a joke. <laughs> no, no, it's got David. It's literally yeah, got David. It Bowie is literally it. David Bowie. Yeah. 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 Oh, anyway, um, let's see. The military brass tell her tough shit. Compared it to nuclear testing, which is odd because that was well over two hundred years in the past at this point. So it seems like an odd comparison point. <sighs> I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> I didn't. I, I don't. Yeah. Not uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. She steps down from the project and then is put in solitary confinement. Guys, we're nearly done. Anyway, Earth troops are, are sneaking into the base with some very Metal Gear ass music playing. Uh, one of the scientists is a traitor, and she puts a bullet in the back of the head of the soldier who Raiden beat the shit out of earlier. Three people, including Dolores, come out of some room. The Earth troops kill two of them and wound Dolores. Uh, Melissa, who is the traitor, uh, stops him so they can take her hostage. All yeah. hell breaks loose. Uh, some of the Earth troops take off um, in the space shuttle with a tumor. Uh, Viola can't shoot because she could hit Dolores. Radium does some fancy moves to try to get Idolo or try to get to Idolo. Too late. Earth soldiers can't control Idolo, and he gets killed trying to fly it. He dies in the cockpit. Literal cockpit. <sighs> anyway, no symbolism going on here at all. Anyway, uh, Viola tries to stop Radium from taking Idolo to save Dolores and the head scientist, and she shoots him. And it hits his cheek in a very, very just cliched as fuck anime thing. Then yep. she starts crying yep. about him being all she has left and how she said they'd, yep. or how they'd free Mars together. Uh, yep. The movie was really bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she hugs him to stop him. Radium says uh, he wants to do what's right for once in his life, so he takes off after the Earth troops. Oh, God. I think we've only got like three paragraphs here and I'm done, and we're done. Anyway. <laughs> Radium disobeys order return, so the Mars military basically throws everything they have against him to prevent Idolo uh, from being captured. We see a bunch of mi missiles going out, but we never see the missiles actually, like, get anywhere near Idolo, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. He's too fast, Jason. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. I thought maybe it was just they just couldn't put together 
a uh, coherent like storyboard thing for this thing and just like let's show a bunch of missiles because that's cool he's right so, he, he's so fast the storyboard couldn't keep up with him oh that's what it is oh he's so fast my he got, like also like escaped my interest so yeah crazy. <sighs> crazy how that works anyway uh radium tears through a bunch of troops and blows a hole in the space station he finds a unsf ship and goes after it the head scientist and dolores try to escape they see radium fighting the earth forces Melissa fires a warning shot at Dolores, and the head scientist tells her she needs to stay so they can fight or finish doing the research. She refuses, and then Melissa shoots Dolly for some reason. And then here comes the emo rage fit. Well, it was just a mistake. Dolly, like, jumped in front of the scientist. Yeah, oh, yeah, I missed that part. Okay. okay. Also, doesn't she get shot in the head, and then but she's still talking afterwards? Because wasn't uh, there, like, a hole in her visor? But well, I, it, she got shot in the head, but he's, like, hallucinating at that point. I thought she was still alive before. She was the, alive for a it, little yeah. bit. Yeah, I thought she I talked for a little bit. Think? I think that was just a hallucination. No, yeah, I think you know, I think you're right, Ness. I think I think yeah, he was I mean, just hallucinating. He, I mean, he definitely did start hallucinating. I, I, I thought it was after that, though. But, yeah, because yeah. he really lost it right away. I, I think he, I think he <laughs> had multiple stages of hallucinations. Anyway, let's finish so we don't have to ever talk about radium again. Anyway, uh, let's see. <laughs> Melissa gets crushed to death. I learned her name and saw her die in the span of five minutes, so that's cool. Uh, Why didn't she move? I, quite the emotional journey we had with Melissa. R.I.P. Baby. Anyway, uh, let's see. Dolores Listen, dies. Yeah, in there's his... tying up loose ends. <laughs> I love him for it. Uh, anyway, uh, Dolores, I what I thought up until Vanessa pointed that out, dies in his arms, but I think she was already dead and he was just hallucinating that he had the chance uh, to console her as she died i don't know anyway the earth troops start shooting at him and then he snaps uh the mars troops arrive to destroy idolo radium is having a delusion of him and dolly getting married meanwhile idolo is carving up everything in its path it takes a hit and loses its wings then an arm meanwhile he's continuing his delusion viola's trying to snap him out of it doesn't work then he gets shot to hell viola starts crying his radium is blown to bits uh, a bunch of untranslated Japanese shows up, and then we cut to 2172, six years later, to the beginning of the Zone of the Enders. Wow! There goes Viola off to attack the station, and Finn, we're done. Thank you, guys! We finished. So what happened in the regular Zone of the Enders? Like, did they fight Earth? Um, <laughs> I, I, I really wish I could remember. Basically, like, the Martians become a bunch of assholes, and they start uh, even yeah. more space races, racism, and go after people born in space. Yeah, and they, they have, like... The Anubis um, unit mech thing, and he—he—it's like the evil version of Jehudi or whatever. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it um, doesn't matter. I, so I thought the end—I was like, the ending of this could have been interesting if I cared about these characters. <laughs> I don't though. Yeah. So, yeah. This whole thing would have been better off if it was, like you said, a little bit more interesting, and then it tied into Zone of the Enders. But it's like you did such a shit like job of selling us on viola i don't care that this tied into the first game anymore is she yeah. in the game yeah she is I, one of the I, yeah yeah she's I, one of the main like like villains you end up fighting in the game basically oh she's a villain yeah. oh yeah. so yeah, you're you're an earthling in the game no you're yeah, not you're, you're, no you're a spacer you're, you're a you're third a you're a third quote-unquote race yeah. that the martians yeah. and earthlings hate so there's even more space racism so the Martians yeah, team up with the with their oppressors, the Earthlings, to fight the non-planetary beings. Yes. Well, they yeah, don't really they... team up. They it, it's it's convoluted and stupid. It's like a three-way thing of space racism, basically. <laughs> yeah. When they were building their character Mass Effect, they chose Spacer, and uh, that's what that's what happens. You get people who are racist toward you. Yeah. So it's real, real <laughs> dumb. Real, real dumb. 
Anyway, God, this thing was boring, <laughs> save for a couple of the battle sequences. Um, outside of the gigantic cock, uh, I think Idol is a cool design. Um, <laughs> it is a good design. But I hated everyone in this. The voice acting was uncharacteristically bad for an ADV release, who's normally at least, like, mediocre. This was just terrible. Yeah, this was some of the worst voice acting we've heard, and that's saying something. Yeah, I mean, we watched Fatal Fury, so that's saying something. Oh, and just from start to finish, this thing was just like obvious as shit what was going to happen. So, are the robots designed like that in the game too, or did this show just be like, let's make it a penis? Um, no, they, they, they. I mean, they look like that, so I'm pretty sure they had a big penis. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, they're all in gigantic cock pits. So, yeah. What a bad design. I wonder if like anybody pointed it out to them and they were like, eh, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, it's or like, they just think from the beginning. No, what? it's definitely that. There's no way you accidentally make that. No, like there's no, no way you like. No. That is, yeah. That that is that is Kojima like like doing his like this is his like big swing and dick project basically, quite literally and figuratively. So yeah, you'll <sighs> you'll you'll be ashamed of your words and deeds when you really figure out what that cock's supposed to symbolize, Jason. <laughs> oh, oh, will I? Okay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a maybe it was a hint to a, what's his name Norman Reedus is a peen in uh, Death Stranding. God damn it. They all tie it together. God, that game looks so fucking stupid. I can't wait. Uh, I, boy, I can't either. This way I can forget it ever existed and it just goes out of the zeitgeist and no one ever talks about it much oh, like thought... anything that Kojima has done outside of or outside of Metal Gear. It's going to have like a Red Dead 2 kind of kind of I, I can already I can already see it's going to have a Red Dead 2 reaction. I, I don't think it'll stay in the zeitgeist that long. I think it'll be like in. I think people will talk about it for like a month and be like, "That was a thing, huh?" God, I remember that. I don't even. If anyway, let's go ahead and let's rank this piece of shit, shall we? Uh, Vanessa, where are you thinking? Um. Well, my mind's been changed a lot by this conversation. I figured. Yeah, I, I, I came into this thinking like that was whatever. That was a whatever movie I just watched. Um. But Jason's negativity has really brought me down on it. Yeah, it's, it's kinda, really making me sad. It, it, it's kind of like when we watched Sin, and I was really negative about it. But, uh, we all we all are now negative about sin. Yeah, I, that movie is not it's not going below sin. No, I don't. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's not going below sin. But, no, I don't think it's worse than sin. I th- I would put it like probably like above. Uh, well, Vanessa, <laughs> Vanessa, below Mortal Kombat. Well, Vanessa, <laughs> if you just said it's worse than sin. No, no. I mean, I think I don't think it's as bad as sin. Oh, okay. I, I, okay. I think it's. I would watch this before I would watch Fatal Fury, but I would watch Mortal Kombat before I watch this again. I I think I'm with Vanessa, honestly. It sounds I can't, it kind of looks good to me, unless, uh, unless you want to unless you want to try and sway us, Jason. Um, uh, the only thing I was thinking was like I was going to put it below Fatal Fury, but I think I'm with you guys because at least this is shorter than Fatal Fury because that movie's still going on in hell somewhere. Yeah, that's still the uh, longest yeah. movie movie we watched, isn't it? It's up there at least. Probably it it certainly felt like it. Yeah. It's goddamn twenty-three movies. <laughs> I know, I know. No, no, no. Twenty-three pieces of film. Ah, uh, yes. Are, they're and, called art, guys. Oh, my Street Fi- Yeah, twenty-two pieces of shit in Street Fighter Two. <laughs> there we go. Hey, and Street Fighter, the live-action movie. <laughs> and Mortal. I like Mortal Kombat, even though Jason like likes it less and less every episode we go. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm gonna defend the. I'm gonna defend the Pokemon movies too. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Um, I, I hate Super Mario Bros. though, so we're, you're not. That's where I, that's where this uh, love fest ends, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so <laughs> it's got it's gotten worse to me the longer we go on with this. I still can't believe it's number seven. This is this is insane to me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't know. I, I think if we went back to it now, we'd probably like it more after everything we've watched. 
I think I still like it less than the Pokemon movies, but more than Double Dragon. I don't so know. I, I'm, I, I'm I, still pretty happy with this. <laughs> I, I, I like Double Dragon more than that movie because I like Robert Patrick a lot in that movie. And then Airmail and The Boat. That's a lot of good <laughs> yeah, <Airmail>. yeah. <laughs> Olay! Let's not forget Olay! Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was good. And then the gang grape. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that, yes. That movie is... Within the first I, five minutes, it throws a gang grape line at you. Yeah, oh, yeah that's, a, that's a hell of a movie. <laughs> that's a hell of a hell of motion picture. All right, All right well, uh, let's go ahead and let's congratulate Zone of the Enders 2167 Idolo for being our new number 20. That's sitting right... Uh, let's go ahead and I'll just run down the, uh, like the, the five that are kind of surrounding it. Uh, we've got Samurai Showdown, the motion picture at 18, Mortal Kombat, the journey begins, Zone of the Enders 2167, Fatal Fury, the motion picture, which is still going on somewhere, Wing Commander, uh, which used a battery uh, anyway, a car battery, and Sin, the movie, which we're, I think we can all say we're against Sin on this uh, on this podcast. So. Yeah, fuck that movie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, congrats fuck to Zone movie. of the Enders for being one of the 20th greatest, 20 greatest video game movies ever made. <laughs> as, as of March 1st, 2001. <laughs> Jesus, God Almighty, what are we doing with our lives, guys? Oh, anyway, uh, that will wrap up this episode of Multimedia Failure. If you like us, and I can't believe you would after this episode, but you can support us at <laughs> patreon.com slash gamesandjunk. Uh, over there, you will get a higher quality uh, bit rate of this. You will get a catch-all feed, and you will also get a bonus segment, which I promise is going to be much, much more fun than our discussion about this, because I... Boy, I, I really was digging in the weeds for stuff to do for this one because, you know, as it's a, it's a Kojima game, but there is surprisingly little, like, trivia about this game itself, so I had to kind of, let's say, fudge a little bit of bullshit for this thing. The movie's bullshit anyway. Who cares? Oh, very true. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly. So, so, please, come, so please, join Patreon and come for the fun afterwards because yeah. this wasn't. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, I, I think the I think that like 10, 15 minutes that that segment's going to be is a lot more positive than this garbage was. Anyway, uh, so as usual, I want to thank uh, Gustav and Alex Messenger for supporting us on Patreon at that $5 tier where that also gets you a shout out. So uh, other than that, I think that wraps up this episode. Uh, what are we watching next, guys? Um, Tomb Raider. Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Yes, the, remember, the, it has to be Lara Croft colon Tomb Raider. Yeah. The Angelina, Angelina Jolie film. Something with real people in it! <laughs> I don't know. Let's see how that turns out once we watch it. <laughs> Wing Commander had real people in it, too. Yeah, I was going to say, Wing Commander had real people in it, too. And we know how that turned out. I'm so sad that that was such a bad movie. It's it's easily the lowest live-action movie <laughs> It's like not even like a, not even close. Like Mortal Kombat's the next one, and that's like ten above it. Yeah, almost. Yeah. So. Oh, don't don't worry. We're getting to Uwe Boll stuff. So anyway, let's oh, go man. ahead. Yeah, let's let, let's end this nightmare so we can get uh, get going here. And until next guys, until next time, guys, trust the fungus. Let's make toast. Mm-hmm.